time for the Susan Taylor Podcast, where we discuss the yoga of mind, medicine, and healing. Author of Feeling Good Matters, Sexual Radiance, and the Vital Energy Program, Dr. Taylor imparts authentic knowledge and practical tools that inspire, educate, and empower us to be a healing force for positive change. So join us and take your life and our planet to the next level. Hello and welcome to episode 84. Want to be a healing force for positive change? A group meditation might just be in store. In today's episode, I would like to discuss why we need purposeful change and how does group meditation benefit this change and four aspects that make a group meditation practice so powerful. Today, more than ever, we need to come together in a collective effort to bring back a positive vibe to ourselves, nature, and all of humanity. The vibrations that we create and how we think, feel, and act actually create our world as to how we know it. And therefore, we have the responsibility to create healthy, positive vibrations to keep the world healthy and happy. And in this case, what I'm talking about where we are today, we not only have to keep things positive, but we have to actually create the positive change that we want to experience. And one way to accomplish this is to join a collective force called a global group practice that focuses on healing and empowering collective consciousness. In other words, as it said in the sailing world, we need to slipstream back into the positive force of change, and we need to create that, each and every one of us. The other night I was inspired from watching a live stream delivered by Ishan Tiganayath, who is actually the executive director of the Himalayan Institute, and he spoke about a year-long meditation practice that will be underway July 16th. And I'll give details later about that, but I'd like to give you a bit of information that I gathered from the event because it was really a call to action. And I also gave this call to many of the students that have come through the meditation training who were on the call at the beginning of this week. And I thought I'd like to bring it out to the public just so that you would be aware and you could make that change accordingly to what feels right for you. We're in a world of full, a full world of unrest right now, fear and doubt, and we need to reconnect with our inner light now more than ever. In other words, we have to bring our mind to home base where it's clear, tranquil, and one-pointed. I've been speaking about focusing your mind to create new results for quite a while now. Well, this is an expanded version of this on a global level. All of us are seeking what we need to thrive and prosper in health and vitality, but what's missing currently in our current landscape is human connection. We absolutely need human connection if we're going to survive as a species. If not, the result will be our lost connection, which we're seeing right now, and basically it'll end in destruction because it's happening right before our eyes. And if you're awake and aware, you see it. You've heard me preaching for the last several years when I say, okay, you're aware of this, but you need now to focus on what can we do about it. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because what I listened to that night is they're offering something, a global meditation, that may be just what we need. 
So we need to do something thinking of a big picture, not our individual needs, because one sole person can't overcome the forces that are binding us right now. You know, people say, well, I'm just going to go and, you know, meditate on my own or just do it casually. But really to overcome the forces of what we are experiencing now in this society, in this world, uh, worldly, is need something more than just a few people getting together. We need to come together as a collective consciousness so that we can actually change the disruption, the disruption that's really occurring in the universe. And to do that, we must come forward and move forward together and create a powerful force that will lift consciousness, literally lift the consciousness above the anger and impoverished thinking that really exists right now. We as humans think we have the power and progress, and in some ways we really do, but we're at crossroads of that power and progress. We desperately need purposeful change or we'll fall to the unstructured disintegration. And that's what I had heard those words actually in that uh, live stream. We'll fall to the unstructured disintegration because what we're doing now is so unstructured we can use the progress that we have and we can use our our social media but actually social media is the antithesis and you've heard me say this over and over again of actually being social it's the antithesis of that and everyone's getting lured and some people are starting to wake up and saying wait a minute what am i even doing here without uh, having human to human contact but all of this that we're going to experience or not experience will be if we go to the unstructured disintegration, it's from lack of connection because we need to connect to our radiance. And I always use the word radiance. My, that's my word that I've used with uh, my writings. The radiance is our inner light, our purpose. It's our innate nature of being love, light, and the desire to serve a higher purpose of all. And it sounds grandeur, but let's face it. The selfie thing is not working. It's really not working. Our selfie fix is really, I've said this before, our modern day Tower of Babel, where our ego is shrouds our mind, our beautiful light of who we really are, causing confusion and chaos. And it's happening now. So let's take our awareness and focus it on something more than our selfie so that the children and the children to come will have that environment that supports vitality and prosperity. You know, we have families, but many of us are even texting to our families because we don't have that communication anymore. And that's why I'm really coming out and I have been a leader in the field of the mind-body matrix working on health for the last 20, 30 years. And I don't even date myself now at this point, but I've been doing it a long time. And this is something that's really moving me that I want to contribute and I want to really make that as part of the work that the Center for Meditation Science and myself are really doing. You know, not uh, not just for ourselves, but for really a group. So let me go over some things with what I had heard that were discussed that might benefit and might really give you something maybe that you could ponder if you haven't pondered it already. A group practice called Yagya is when we put our personal desires to the side and come together for a common purpose of humanity and nature herself. It allows us to bring the best of ourselves for a brighter future, as I mentioned, for the kids and the kids that are going to be coming. This specific global group practice that's being offered by the Himalayan Institute 
that I suggest to all the listeners that are listening to this, just at least investigate. It's been designed with the intent for us to heal and nurture and to connect us to group consciousness. It's not just something that a group of people have decided to do. There's been a lot of effort put into this. There's a lot of practices going on now to support all of this, to keep it going, to raise group consciousness. It will serve to allow us to find the best of ourselves and that we could share. We could pay it forward and bring it back, bring our humanity back to this positive vibration that we so well need right now. And what makes this group practice create a force of positive change is based on four concepts that I was that I had heard in the live stream and I'd like to outline them. The first is intention. With all the forces present in our life, we can liken it to a tapestry. If you think of a tapestry, there's threads in that tapestry and each thread holds a place in the entire piece of fabric. And if we see ourselves as a thread within a tapestry, then we can get the idea of how our vibration contributes to the overall fabric. And this is very true. Also remember, you know, someone's exhalation is our inhalation. Our inhalation is from someone's exhalation. We're all part of this fabric. Now, a lot of these words that I'm using are not directly from the live stream that I was talking about. It's just my, my interpretation and what I have found and what I've used over the years, but it's all very similar because we're all connected regardless of anything that we want to say. We are all connected. Every single person in the universe as a whole are connected. So it's important for us to set an intention with the recognition of the common thread that holds the community together. This translates to having inner awareness, recognizing that we're part of a whole and that our presence and vibration will support the entire piece of fabric. So the way we think, feel, and act, if something doesn't go our way and we might say something, oh, how could that person have done that and have a negative word or connotation? That's a vibration that goes out. Or, wow, everyone's trying their best. How can I serve? That sends a different vibration. All our thoughts, deeds, and actions send vibrations. So we must have the intention that we're part of that fabric and we want to bring that positive force of change. The next concept is critical mass. When we do this group practice, it's really about a community, uh, a community, a spiritual fellowship. Modern times, in our modern times, we have that lack of connection, which seems almost paradoxical because we're supposed to be doing social media and we're all connected all over the world, but we're really not connected as human beings. We're not really building or producing anything on a much deeper level. We're on a very surface level and that's going to crumble. The third concept is an unbroken, which we call a kamba japa. A kanda means unbroken. It's an unbroken surrender to the higher reality to nurture our practice. There is a higher reality, no matter how you want to look at it. The world is beyond us. We're going to be here. We're a, we're a speck right here where we can contribute. And then we're processed and, and the next generation comes through. There really is a higher reality, not our individual practice, which is wonderful to have, but held at the higher reality. This group practice will take our individual practices of what we do, whether we do prayer, contemplation, how do we start our day, how do we end our day, that higher reality, and that will come forward because there are people in place holding this space for us right now and for all of us to prosper and contribute. And it has its deep roots in the practice, in the practice of meditation, 
contemplation, all the things that you are doing or are capable of doing. And then the fourth concept is to hold a sacred space. The group, there's going to be a consecration of a shrine, and that will be established at the exact right time and right space. And you've heard me say before in all the teachings, for anything to really happen, we need the skill, precision, and concentration for all things to come together to make it happen. And this, what's happening right now at the right space, the right time, uh, July 16th, actually, is really the opportunity of a lifetime. We won't see this again in our lifetime because it probably won't happen for at least another hundred years or so. So keep in mind that in order for any intention that's put into practice to work, even if it's anything in your life, consistency is the key because consistency in practice amplifies our success in practice. And that's the whole idea about this global practice. Remember, I said there are four concepts. Set your intention. There's a critical mass that's going to happen. Thousands and thousands of people with an unbroken akanda, we mean unbroken surrender to this higher reality. So we're allowing ourselves to be part of that fabric of higher reality and all occurring in a sacred space, whether you're there physically or whether you're in your own home, it creates the sacred space that's needed for this change to happen. And there are four ways that the group practice will allow you to be the force of change. And I'll, I'll just a brief overview, and this is taken right from the website, whether you're just beginning a meditation practice or have been dedicated student for many years, and even no matter what tradition or background you come from, your contribution will combine to the million eight hours of meditation that they're reaching for, because that will have a ripple effect that reaches far beyond anything around you. We wanna be part of this. And this is one particular global movement that I would like to suggest to all of our listeners and to your friends of friends uh, that's been initiated by the Himalayan Institute. I haven't been told to sponsor this. I'm just doing it because I was so moved by what has been created for us that it's a gift. So go to the year-long meditation at the Himalayan Institute uh, org year-long meditation. You can Google it, year-long meditation at Himalayan Institute or just HimalayanInstitute.org, uh, group-long or year-long meditation. And you'll see, you'll be able to read and make your decision with the three ways to participate anywhere in the world. You can connect to part of this global community. And just in case you weren't aware of it, I really wanted to bring your attention and really allow the podcast to serve the greater good on, on this this episode. Remember, there's vibrant, mindful people working towards a common goal, and you can be part of that also. You have the tools and support to make this lasting, positive impact, not only on society, but yourself also. If you have any questions, if you need me, if you have anything you want to know, please reach out. I'm here for everyone. And that's just what I really wanted to deliver in this episode. And that brings us to the end of this episode. Remember, the podcast comes out every week and it's available on susantaylor.org, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, and other podcast platforms. Also coming this fall is a chance to work with me live. I'm going to be doing live meditation clinics to keep us all connected together to support that force of positive change. And also, please keep in mind that if you like the podcast, share it on my YouTube channel 
the Susan Taylor, and I have PhD because there's other Susan Taylors there. Susan Taylor PhD YouTube, just Google that. You'll go there and subscribe and share it from there if you like. It'll help support the community. And again, visit SusanTaylor.org for more information to give me positive or any kind of feedback, comments, questions, anything you'd like to say. I'd love to hear from you. And again, thank you for listening. And until next time, remain calm, consciously aware, living in the moment.